Hi, everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost, and today we're going to be talking about multi-generational cruising. Some people might call it cruising with children, which is what most of my readers call it. Cruising with kids, family travel, whatever you want to call it, it's all the same. Um, but today we're going to talk about that, and because, you know, some cruise companies don't allow children um, and some have age limits and some, even though they do allow children are not suitable for children. So we're really going to go through and, uh, talk about which cruise companies are the best for children and which cruise companies I think are the best for children, because I, at one point was a child who did cruise often. And I will talk a little bit about my experiences. And in some people's eyes, I still am a child. I mean, I'm a 25-year-old. So when we talk about multi-generational, I'm also going to talk about some of my favorite cruises that I've taken recently. Because when we talk about cruising with kids, we're not always talking about children who are 8, 9, 10 years old. Sometimes we're talking about parents who are in their 50s and 60s who want to take their young kids, you know, young 20s, 20s and 30s, cruising. And there are definitely some cruise lines that are going to be more suitable for that kind of travel than others. So, I mean, I think that first, first things first, when we talk about this and when we talk about any aspect of cruising, when we talk about any sort of, um, I, I guess that I want to say preference based choice, um, which it seems kind of redundant, but it is important to note. And I know that we talked about this last in last week's episode as well, is that cruising is such a customizable experience. So I'm going to be speaking about a lot of the experiences that I had as a child. And then I'm also going to be talking about some of the children that I've seen on board ships recently. And, and you know what, I think that they enjoyed, because I do think it's important like to mention that I, as I, as I mentioned before, I'm 25 years old, but my interests are very different than a lot of people who are 25 years old. I am not a heavy drinker. I'm not a big partier. I really prefer to be quiet and I really like to read books and do trivia and things like that. And so I'll talk about that. Um, and then I'll also talk about some of the options that may be more for people who like to uh, do a little bit more things, go to deck parties, do things like that. So we'll get into all of that, but I do just always want to preface by saying that, you know, all of this is really about personal preference. And there are some children who will do really well on a cruise line with no children's program. There are some kids who really can just thrive in that environment and entertain themselves. And every time I talk about multi-generational travel, I always say, you know, you know your kid better than anyone else does. You're going to, you're, you know, if they're going to be able to behave, you know, if they need that constant stimulation that they would get on a cruise with a kid's club. And so I think that that's important to take into consideration as well is the needs of the child. Um, but we're going to go through, talk about some kids clubs, talk about activities, things like that. And then, um, we'll, t- we'll talk about ocean and river today. Cause it'll, it'll be pretty quick. Um, but we can do more in-depth multi-generational travel podcasts, and I will do that with individual cruise companies. But for right now, I kind of just want to give an overview so that if you or your client has a need to take a child on board a ship or a want to take a child on board a ship, you can at least have an overview of who offers what. Before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll talk about multi-generational travel. So 
First, let me tell you a little bit about my background with cruising as a child, because I'm going to talk about some of my favorite trips as well. Um, I started cruising when I was a baby. My first cruise was a canard cruise. Before I was a year old, I went to England with my parents and did my first cruise. And so I really, really grew up on cruise ships. I did not take my first ocean, uh, excuse me, I did not take my first river cruise until I was 14 years old. So a lot of my expertise with multi-generational travel, with traveling with kids comes from when I was a child, but that is mostly going to be focused on the oceans. Now I do have pretty extensive river cruise knowledge and I have been on a lot of ships with kids recently. So I will speak to that as well. Um, but you know, my favorite cruises when I was little, and I think that it's always important to remember this and to talk about this when we're talking about family cruises were Disney cruises. Um, and it's hard because Disney cruises are, can get pretty expensive and are not always what parents want. You know, I loved the Disney cruise. I loved going and eating in the animators palette, I think is the name of the restaurant. And I haven't been on a Disney cruise in forever, but the Animator's Palette was such a cool restaurant and everything changed color throughout the night. But all every corner of that ship was so, there was something to do around every turn. And so I think that Disney cruises are a good place to look if you have children. Um, and then of course you have your ships, you have your carnival ships, you have your Royal Caribbean ships, you have your Norwegian ships, uh, MSC, all of these ships, big ships, are going to be good for kids. They have kids programs. They have so many activities. Um, I was just on an MSC cruise at the beginning of this year. It was actually the last trip that I got to take this year before everything shut down. And it was so fun. We went bowling and they had an arcade and a little water park. And I even got my mother to do the water slide with me. It's funny because I just said I liked being quiet, but you know, I did, I did like to do some of those things. We played trivia every night. So, or at four o'clock every day, but that, you know, it was nice. It's nice to have those rituals on ships sometimes. And so, um, I would really recommend that MSC experience for families. I thought it was great. And there were a lot of kids on board that seemed really happy. Um, so yeah, I mean, you have all these big, big ships that are going to have water slides and pools and arcades and things like that. So I don't really want to talk about those as much because first of all, that is not my specialty. And also I just think that a lot of those big ships, you can't really go wrong with kids because there is so, so much to do on them. And I know that when I was a kid, as long as I was on a cruise ship and there was a pool, I was happy. I, it did not take anything more for me than there being a pool because I loved to swim and I loved going to the kids clubs because I loved the adults <laughs> at the kids clubs. And so it was nice to be taken care of in that way. Um, so I want to start by talking about the premium cruise lines. Maybe these terms are a little bit outdated, but this is how I refer to them. So this is, we're going to look at Holland America line, celebrity princess, um, Viking. So all of these, all of these, uh, all of these in this category, with the exception of Viking, allow children and have kids programs. Um, Viking does not allow any passengers under the age of 18. So that's an easy one. If you are looking to book a trip with kids, do not look at Viking. Um, your children must technically be adults to be able to, <laughs> to, be able to uh, cruise on Viking with them. 
But Holland America line, they have different categories. They have three categories. So ages three to six, seven to 12 and 12 to 17. So from three to 17, there are kids programs and they are supervised by staff members while doing activities. And I remember Club Howl, which is what the kids program and the Holland America line is called. And I loved it. I thought it was so great. Um, we painted and we did crafts and I, we told jokes one day and I still remember a lot of them. So that was always a really good time for me. Um, they do cocktail parties and ice cream eating contests and video games and trivia contests and mocktail parties. So there's a lot to do. I will say though, that on my last Holland America line sailing, which was last, uh, winter, I did not have any children on my ship and, so I think that that's something to note is that um, the Holland America line is generally pulling an older crowd. Um, so while there is a lot of fun stuff to do for kids and granted, like I was going in the winter, so it was the off season, but I do think that it's important to kind of look at if there are going to be kids on the sailing Holland America line is one, as I said, that kind of pulls an older demographic. And then for someone my age, I, I felt that on New Stottendam, which was on the ship that I was on. I really, really enjoyed that ship, but it was not very lively at night. There was music, but everything kind of shut down around 11 p.m. And I think that that's great. And that that was actually really good for me. It was something that I liked and I liked being able to go to trivia and be able to find quiet places on board. I really appreciated um, the kind of calmness that I found on this ship and that there weren't kids running around. Um, and so for, for someone 25, I don't know that it would be ideal if it's someone that likes to go out and play and party late at night. Um, but for me, it was a really good fit. So I, I really enjoyed that experience. Uh, then we'll talk about celebrity. So I never got to experience camp at sea. I don't think as a young traveler, my mom says that I did, but I had been on so many cruises that I couldn't remember. But they have, celebrity has such cool partnerships. They have partnerships with Xbox, Lonely Planet, Fat Brain Toys, and so many more. So they offer customizable children's programs, and these programs cover four different categories. So art, recreation, culinary, and STEM. STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. And this is interesting for to me because, you know, while on most cruise lines, you might have age groups and every age group does the same thing every day. On this one, you kind of choose within that age group what you want to do um, and and choose based on personal interests. So, you know, with STEM, you might be building robots or doing exp uh, experiments, science experiments. And, you know, celebrity is also good for people my age and for older teenagers because they have a partnership with American Ballet Theater. They have all of these great entertainment options. When I was on Celebrity Edge, which is Celebrity's newest ship, I got to do so much. I spent such late nights out, which is so not me, but I had such a good time doing that. And so, you know, that is kind of more of that going out, drinking cocktails, going to the martini bar uh, experience. And I think that that is a great option as well. And I think celebrity is really, really good for multi-generational um, because you do have kind of the the hipness that people my age look for. You have the kids clubs and then you have the, the martini bar and these great cocktails and good food. And celebrity is 
I, I'm a huge fan of celebrity. So I think that that is a good option for a multi-generational travelers. Um, and then next we have princess cruises and princess cruises, youth and teen programs hold a very special place in my heart. I won the best manners award at the age of five on my first princess cruise. And I still remember the woman, Charlotte, who worked in the kids club. Um, and it was, it was so, so fun. So again, Princess breaks kids up into clubs uh, grouped by age. So three to seven, eight to 12 and 13 to 17. And, you know, it may do things like having disco nights and tie dye and ice cream parties and uh, go on scavenger hunts or do yoga. There are a lot of activities and, you know, a lot of activities are going to be the same not the same, but kind of fall into the same categories on every ship. So I'm not going to go too much into what each act, what each group is going to be doing. Um, but there, there's a lot to do on princess as well. Um, okay. Now we're going to look at kind of the upper premium tier. So Azamara, Oceana, and when we get more up into the, uh, more expensive cruises, the more inclusive cruises, the more luxury cruises, we do find that there is a lack of kids programs. I think that's fair to say. So Azamara and Oceana both allow children on board, but neither of them have a kids program. So we'll start with Azamara. Um, you know, as I said, it's really about knowing your child. Azamara doesn't offer a kids program. And so if your child is going to be happy sitting in a stateroom reading or going to a lounge and, you know, playing on an iPad, then you might not run into any issues, but there, there is going to be nothing special for the kids. And it's important to note that when there aren't kids programs on board, oftentimes there are not kids on board because parents want to take their children on cruises that have kids programs. So yes, children are allowed on board, but there is no special, there is no special program. Um, Oceana is the same. It doesn't have a kid facility. It doesn't offer kids programs. Um, but there is one sailing that is geared toward young travelers with multiple departure dates every year. And that is the Alaska Explorer Youth Program, which is crafted for children ages five to 12 and includes various activities and Alaska inspired events for young travelers. So Oceana does allow children as young as one year of age on board all of its sailings, but there are no childcare services with the exception of that uh, Alaska Explorer Youth Program. Uh, so kind of the same as Azamara, where just kind of gauge your kid. Um, then we're going to look at the luxury cruises. So Crystal, Silver Sea, and Seaborn, um, and Regent. We'll start with Crystal. Crystal offers activities for young travelers um, during the holiday and summer seasons. So as I mentioned, like kind of those off seasons where you don't have kids, they're not going to have a huge kids program. Um, but the junior activities program is geared toward children ages three to 17 and features venues for young children and teens and does activities like, as we said, scavenger hunts, dance parties, movies, night, movie nights, cookie baking, karaoke. Yeah. Fun things. So children will be able to find something to do on board there. Um, and then on crystal's website, it's important to note that there are staterooms that are just, uh, designed to hold three passengers. Um, and most of the cruise lines that we mentioned above, at least Holland, Celebrity and Princess, 
um, have third births as well. So there are, I, that was important to mention and I didn't mention it earlier, um, but there are joining, adjoining and triple cabins on most of those ships. Some even will sleep four, um, but that's important to note as well. Do you, are you going to have to pay to have a baby in your stateroom? Are you going to have to pay to have your child accompany you? Um, and on Crystal, a third person at the age of 12 and over can go at the minimum cruise fare, um, but children under the age of 11 traveling as a third birth guest are only charged 50% of the fare for the cruise. So yeah, it depends on each cruise line's um, protocols, but that's crystals as far as having an extra person. Um, Silver Sea and Seaborn, let's talk about them. We're, I'm going to group them together, even though I think that happens a lot for Silver Sea and Seaborn, um, but they don't offer kids programs. So that's pretty easy, pretty cut and dry. Um, I went on a Silver Sea cruise when I was 17, and that was my first Silver Sea cruise. And I had a really good time, and there were other kids that were my age on board, so it was pretty um, pretty fun. And there was an 11-year-old girl that was traveling with me, or 10, and she had a good time, but she spent all of her time with me, and we just played because I felt bad for her kind of that she didn't really have anything to do because she was the only kid that age on board so again that's important to note is like yes this young child was allowed on this sailing but that doesn't mean that it's suitable or that you know and and I'm sure that she could have found a way to entertain herself outside of me I just happened to be there and be willing to play with her um but you know also I think it's important to when you're looking at these Silver Sea Seaborn Regent Crystal, especially the passengers on these ships are paying a lot of money for these cruises. And it is really important to be mindful of the people around you, though expensive is a relative term, you know, and of course that might not be expensive to some people. They might not feel like they're paying a lot of money. It could be cents to them. Um, the cruise fares on Silver Sea and Seaborn are pretty steep though. And other passengers just might not appreciate you bringing your kid on board. Um, if they're loud or cry, you know, toddlers that cry at the dinner table. Um, so I think that that's important as well is that you don't want your experience to be tainted by people having a certain perception of you because you brought a young child onto uh, a cruise that they might have thought was only for adults. So I do always like to mention that as well. Um, and then lastly, we'll talk about Regent. So, and then we'll get to river cruising quickly. Um, Regent does offer a youth program and it's designed for children ages five to 17. Um, and it just features a range of activities from putt-putt to dance parties to movie nights. And all of those programs are supervised by counselors. The outline of the program by Regent the youth program is not super in depth, but they do encourage family travel through incentives. Um, children age 17 or younger are able to sail either free or for a reduced rate. So yeah, Regent does encourage kids to come on board and be a part of the sailings. So, you know, if you're looking for more of a luxury product because Regent has that kids program, there may be more kids on those sailings. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think that any cruise that has a kids program is going to be a good cruise for a child. And and that's just my personal opinion. Because when I was younger, I didn't care about my the quality of my meals. I didn't I was happy to go eat in the Lido buffet 
every night. I didn't care about the quality of entertainment. I just wanted to go and watch shows or go to movies. And my brother and I just loved running around the ships by ourselves and, you know, going swimming and doing things and being independent and being able to go to the kids club and then come back to the room at whatever time my parents told us to meet them back there. And, you know, we were allowed to have a lot of freedom on board. And so for me, I think that at between the ages of five and 15, I probably would have been happy on any ship. Um, and not to say that that doesn't mean that, that certain ships, certain programs have don't hold an edge over the other ones. But as far as the experience goes, I don't think that my cruise experience could have been tainted by anything at those ages. So I was just happy to be on board and sailing. Um, personally. Okay. Now let's talk quickly about river cruising. I just want to go through it. We're again, we're going to look at just the mainstream cruise lines. Um, so Ama waterways does offer kid friendly sailings. They have a partnership with adventures by Disney. Um, these are not Disney cruises. They just have a partnership with Disney. So it's not going to be the same experience as Disney cruise line. There won't be Disney characters, but the adventure guides are Disney trained guides and they will be the ones um, showing families around and, and doing excursions with them. So that is a family cruise and the minimum age requirement on AMA waterways is four years old. Avalon waterways does not have kid friendly sailings, but children are allowed on board. So although they don't have any special onboard programs for kids, the minimum age requirement is eight years old and children eight years old or older are allowed on board. Um, I, I want to talk about quasi Europe as well, um, which may not be as well known as some of the other ones, but I did talk about quasi in my last podcast and I do want to talk about them here. They introduce family club club cruises. So children under 16 can cruise, uh, can cruise for free. There are a lot of other terms with that. And there are triple cabins on board and there is no minimum age requirement. So quasi Europe could be a good place to look for those family uh, river cruises. Crystal does, again, does not like Avalon does not have special onboard programs, but does allow children over the age of six months on board. Um, Emerald Waterways and Scenic do not offer any onboard programs or uh, special sailings for children. The minimum age requirement for Emerald and Scenic is 12 years old. Um, and then we'll talk about Tauk. So Tauk has the Tauk Bridges program, which are specifically designed for multi-generational travel. The minimum age requirement for Tauk sailings is three years old. Uniworld um, offers family adventures and the minimum age for those is four years old, although there is a recommended age of eight years old. And then Viking again, does not allow children under the age of 18. So as I said, that one was quick, but a lot of river cruise companies do allow children on board. They just don't have any sort of programs. Now, what I will say about that from personal experience is that oftentimes I go on river cruises. Every time I've been on Ama Waterways, there have been children on board and I have never been on an adventure by Disney sailing. So those are just kids who are on Ama Waterways um, regular sailings. And there, sometimes there are multiple and sometimes there are only a couple. Um, but I think most of the kids kind of, I was on Ama Magna last July and most of the kids on that sailing just grouped together and kind of formed this little group that they would go around in and they would eat together. And it was really sweet. Um, and then, you know, I traveled myself as a child on Ama Waterways when I was 14 
And I didn't need a kid's program. And I actually had a six and eight year old boy traveling, a six and eight year old boy and girl traveling with me from the Netherlands. And I just played with them a lot, but they were really well behaved, really quiet. They were doing school on board because their parents had taken them out of school for a year. And so, you know, they were very self-sustaining. They were able to entertain themselves. And then when I met them, I played with them a lot (laughs) and um, they were able to have fun in that way. So, I mean, that is kind of it. I think that the the main takeaway here is make sure that the cruise company that you choose allows children on board and then kind of just know your kid, know your audience, you know. And as I mentioned, I will try to do some interviews when we when we get these cruise companies on. Um, right now, we're kind of just going through the motions, River Cruising 101, Ocean Cruising 101, just to get everyone familiar with what cruising is, what it has to offer, who can go, you know, what, what we need to worry about before we get on board. And then once we do that, we'll start getting into overviews of more of the companies and having people on. Um, so I think that, you know, once we have someone from Tout come on, once we have someone from AMA, once we have someone from Uniworld, then we can get more in depth about what these programs offer. Um, but for now, I just wanted to give a brief overview about uh, where kids are allowed and if it's appropriate to see all with children. So I appreciate you all tuning in as always. And I hope that you have a great week. I'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) 